Need more energy throughout the day? Looking for a kick to your workout? RockinThatIDLife.com has you covered with delicious flavors you've grown to love in tropical fruit and mixed berry, but now fall in love with the new fruit punch and orange flavors. Try them all at RockinThatIDLife.com. Realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage LLC makes the moving process easier. Work with a realtor who plays and studies the game and will work as hard as the boys on the ice to get you the best deal. Check out Mike on the web at strikewithmike.com and jumpstart your move today. That's strikewithmike.com. This is the infamous Kurt Price with Let's Go Blues Radio. Wow, the infamous? And you're listening to the LGB Radio Summer Series. Now here's the infamous Jeff Ponder. Infamous? To discuss your picks for the all-time St. Louis Blues team. Infamous is, is when you're more than famous. Welcome to episode four of season 12. This is episode number 413 all time of the often, all right, often imitated, never duplicated Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Been a long time gone, Constantinople. Now it's Turkish delight on a moonlit night. We're the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Special thanks to our sponsors, rockinthenidlife.com, strikewithmike.com, and centerizebrewery.com for proudly sponsoring the show. Please check them out. Also, don't forget to check out our t-shirt shop at letsgoblues.com for some well-designed and fairly priced blues-themed t-shirts. It is Wednesday, May 17th. We're streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And no, we are not talking about blues playoffs in May, folks, because they're terrible. But we'll get to some NHL playoffs here in a little bit. Uh, to interact with the show on social media, our handle uh, on all social channels is LGB Radio. Just search for us and you'll find us. And if you haven't done so, please like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell, buy a t-shirt from our shop, put some documentation in your next handwritten letter to your parents, or do whatever you can do to help us out. I'm your host, Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by the sultry Kirk Price and everyone's favorite butt sniffer, producer Austin. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't know where it's that funny. came from. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Bill hey. Day is on assignment. The agenda for tonight's uh, show includes discussion about the first three members of Let's Go Blues Radio St. Louis Blues all-time team voted on by you, the listeners of this here program. All that and more on this barely intelligible episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. And yes, we are live, folks. I'm joined again by Kurt and Austin. Nice to see your beautiful smiling faces, even though Austin's a butt sniffer. <laughs> it's good to be back. I thought you would uh, slip in a little of the, uh, what is it, the human, simple human uh, video, the guy who takes his shirt off and jumps on shit and hurts himself. You seen that guy? 
Uh, yeah, it's me. I yeah, do that. Welcome to all the Juggalos <laughs> and Juggalettes. Uh, don't try this at home. <laughs> Austin, why don't, you, uh, why don't you stand up there and show us what you're wearing? Mm, my my Jaden Schwartz Kraken jersey. Now, that's the oh. Seattle Kraken, right? That's the team? Ah, the uh, the Quebec Kraken. I'm, I'm just Quebec. learning. I know it's the I'm, Quebec I'm Coyotes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, according to Patrick Mahomes, it's the KC Coyotes. Yeah, that'd be Ooh. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. You saw the team, right? Buy the team oh. and bring it over. He'll yeah, make it why happen. not? He's got yeah. money. Buy the yeah, team. He does. Maybe, his, maybe his brother will buy him. Nah, he's in jail. Good. Yeah. He, Where he belongs. He diddled or something. Some he did kid. some things. Um, he or did something. some stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Schwartz jersey. Um, there was a, a conversation I had on Twitter uh, just today, I think yesterday. Um, uh, somebody said that they couldn't believe that we gave up Jaden Schwartz for uh, Saad. And uh, not that it, it really was, a, it wasn't a trade like that. Uh, but uh, I looked it up, and and uh, Schwartz, since the trade, and Saad, since being acquired by the Blues, uh, have the exact same points per game, 0.58 per game. Uh, and Saad is like 30 <laughs> points better in plus minus, uh, uh, you know, so, you know, and he's, and he's been healthier. So, right. And, yep. and I'll add, and yes, and that's, again, I know that I'm, I've said before, I'm not the biggest Jaden Schwartz. You fan. hate Jaden Schwartz. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, but I feel like Brandon Saad fixed, fits this team better, even though I know they're not a playoff team and Jaden Schwartz just had a nice little run with the Kraken, but. I just feel like Saad is a better fit on this roster, especially under a Baruby coach team. Saad is also a million dollars a year cheaper for the same production. And hey, that million dollars saved the Blues money to spend a lot of money on defense, which, you know, was great this year. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yeah, let's revisit that year long discussion we had. Yeah, why not? Hey, that's what's. That's what's been missing from the summer shows is us bitching about the defense. That's what everyone's Every, been telling me. Let's talk for Echo for the next. You know, it was interesting. It was so it was bad from so many different angles that every week we were able to talk about how bad they were in a different way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was it's always new quite, information. It's quite impressive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, official beers of uh, tonight's show. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any, but I do. I've got out of my uh, Kurt. Does this look familiar? This uh, this little Kurt, this uh, uh, margarita glass from the Cardinals game. Oh, right. Yeah. I, yours are in my car. So oh, yeah. next time I see you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I got we got four of them. And uh, that was when I got harassed by the cops. But that's a whole other story. Right. <laughs> Fucking cops. Yeah, yeah. There's always a there's always a a, a bad cop or two in a in a, what do you call it a division of precinct whatever. So yeah. why not? Let's yeah. let's. I'll tell the story very quickly. So oh. what happened was we were okay. leaving we were leaving the Cardinals game. Me, Kurt, uh, my wife Jessica, and Amy, uh, and more that girl. They're in the YouTube chat. Headed right downtown now. to the Gallery Mall. Yeah, we were. <laughs> me, my we mom, were leaving. We were leaving the Cardinals. Which shocker, I know they lost the game. And so we're heading down to the Midwesterner. Is that the name of it? The Midwesterner? Uh, I believe so. It's where the old uh, uh, Flying Saucer. Flying Saucer. Be, right? yeah. yeah. Yep. So we had a, uh, four margarita glasses. We'd all gotten margaritas. It was on Cinco de Mayo. And so uh, I was like, hey, guys, why don't you go ahead and go down there? I'm going to drop these off at the car. That way we're not carrying them around all night. We parked in Ballpark Village. So I walk over uh, and drop them off in my car. And I hear a guy behind me, not wearing a uniform, just looks like a normal dude. What you putting in your car there? And I'm like, uh, hey, man, uh, just some 
glasses from the Cardinal game. You know, I'm wearing my Cardinals jersey. I'm wearing, uh-huh. I think, jeans. I don't know, whatever. And uh, and and he's like, he's like, oh, that it? I'm like, yeah. Why do you care? And then he flashes his badge at me, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, yeah, but like, I got nothing to hide, man. Like, it's just putting some stuff away in the car. No big deal. Should have flashed and him your ID. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah. So what? What I, what I really want to do is pull a jingle all the way sometime and have one of those uh, fake little kid uh, cop badges <laughs> like and try stickers. and flash it at someone sometime and see if it works. Did you get that out of a uh, box of Cracker Jack? <laughs> so I just tell him, I'm like, man, I'm just. He's like, what are you, what are you doing down here tonight? I'm like. Well, my wife and a couple Asshole. friends went over to the Asshole. Midwesterner. I'm leaving the game. You I... don't have to talk to cops, Jeff. <laughs> I know, but I just figured I'll just answer his fucking question and yeah. I'll be able to just go about my merry night. And that's not how it was. He this is a this is a great example of why you just ignore cops. Yeah, <laughs> just don't talk to them. That's true. They'll oh, do shit like this. Yeah, but if you ignore cops with their sirens on behind you. Well, if you haven't done anything point. wrong, you don't have to answer a damn question. Well, if yeah. you ignore remember a that. cop with his siren on, I believe that is I'll doing something that. wrong. Kurt, next time I if no. I get pulled over and they're like, why didn't you stop back there? I'll be you don't like, have to... Kurt Price from Let's Go Blues Radio told me not to talk to cops. You don't have to talk to cops. You can say, you don't have to say a damn thing. There's no law they have say, to talk to them. It, if they pull you over... You no. have to answer their questions, no, you don't. right? No. Uh, no. You don't have to say you don't. You, I, don't I don't talk to cops. You have to do what they say. Well, I mean, yeah. If you don't, no, if, if they have probable cause, if they have probable cause to pull you over, like you committed a crime, then yes, there are certain things you have to do. But if you haven't done anything wrong and they can't tell you what you did wrong, then you don't have to answer a question. Welcome now, granted, if they're pulling you over, radio, if they're pulling you over, order. if they're pulling you over, they probably have you. You may probable have cause, right? Yeah. yeah, right. Usually, yeah. but sometimes they don't. You know, okay. In the moment, I just wanted to be fucking done with the conversation and go about my night. And so he's just like, he keeps asking me stuff like, well, so what else is in the car? Would you mind if I searched it? I'm like, no, dude, I got nothing to hide. I don't care. You want to search my car and take up your time? Go ahead. And he just kind of gave me a dirty look and he just goes, all right, you be safe and walked away. And I'm like, dick. what What the fuck was the point of that, man? Come on. You know what? I mean, yeah, okay. He left you alone eventually, but. You know, if if and I said this, I think too at the time, I was like, if somebody, if a cop comes in and say, "Can I search your car?" and I'd be like, "What for?" You know, what what's your reason? You have no reason to search my car. No, you can't search my car. Um, I'm not saying that a cop would plant something in your car, but he could. You know, if right. he's being a dick, and you know, I'm like, no, you can't search my car. Well, and I was being cooperative. I wasn't being I know, an asshole. I know. I know. Towards was, the yeah. end, I was kind of. I was getting a little frustrated, and I think that's what he wanted. But it's like, dude, come on. You're fucking just – you're just pissing me off for on purpose at this point. Leave me alone. Yeah. I, I, anyway. I, I think my – yeah. Anyway, I, like I said, I would have I like been asking – I wouldn't have answered any questions. I would have just said, why are you harassing me? What, what's the yeah. – what do you – what what I do wrong? Yeah. I'd love to hear what that was. You know, oh, nothing, nothing. Just, you know, nothing. Okay, then nothing. Leave me alone. See you later. You just fit the profile, sir. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So my beer of the episode, <laughs> 312 uh, Tangerine Lemonade Shandy from uh, Good Goose Island Brewery. Uh, one of my favorite summer beers to drink. And uh, I'll add, Austin was giving me shit because my backup beer. Oh, yeah. Pat, why would you be giving him shit for PBR? That's a classic. I love PBR. shit I have ever seen. Oh, PBR, PBR is the best of the cheap beer. 
Oh no, stag. I, well, I'm a stag guy. Stag's uh, good. Stag. I I'm always a. I've always said my stag is my favorite of the, uh, of the cheap beers. So I, and I stag's know. good. I'll yeah. give you that. I don't. I'm not going to argue with you. Especially since good. they went back to the old style can. Thank God. Mm-hmm. That new that new wave can was shit. <laughs> so uh, Kurt, you drinking a stag tonight? What you got? No, I got some upstairs though. Um, no, I've got my I've got my Jimmy John's, my freaky fast Jimmy John's, uh, half cut tea. Didn't, I don't have a I don't have a beer tonight. I was like I said, I wasn't feeling the best uh, this the week and a half, two weeks. So I've I've no beer tonight for me. Oh well. Austin, you got anything in your hand tonight? Nothing. Not oh, well. Oh, well. Man. Let me, uh, here, let me, uh, let me pass you a beer. <laughs> Man, if you had one of these and you were able to just, like, pick it up and act like you were taking mine, that would have been yeah, the Yeah, let me grab the one from behind my camera that I planted. <laughs> Can we I do, please right. do that one night? My, the, the beer one of the night summer we will. For, we the will. beer of the summer for me, though, is going to be, I think, uh, uh, Oh, what is this? Made by the the uh, Excel Brewing Company, the uh, Brewski. Oh, uh, yeah. Made made with a made with a ski soda. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like a shandy. Stuff. It's like a shandy, but it's uh, it's my my favorite shandy like beer. I'm gonna stock up the summer. That's the goal. Yeah, do that. All right. So Ken Morris says St. Louis PD were po- profiling for Radko Gudis lookalikes, and Jeff fit the description. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, they were mad at me for yelling in Justin Wool's face, who's a St. Louis goalie. So there you go. <laughs> well, from Dardine Prairie. If you had that Radko Gudis look going, then then I kind of understand. Well, this guy looks like a guy you do not want to meet in the back alley. Right. Yeah, at the time, so, at the time, I believe I was clean shaven, so that wouldn't have fit the description. Yeah, he, they were looking for Magnus Payarvi, maybe, maybe, <laughs> or I can never think of the guy's name, the uh, actor that I always say. Oh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. Peter, uh, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Man, he grew a couple feet. <laughs> he did. You, sh- you should have said, "Well, I'm Peter Dinklage." Which one? Do you know who I am? I am Peter Dinklage. I'm a lot taller than uh, I look on camera. Right, the camera no, adds six you're inches. Like, you're like five foot. No, you're like four foot two, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. All right, with that. NHL playoffs, guys. Uh, third yeah. round starts Thursday night. Uh, so we saw a couple different things there in the second round. We don't need to go over this in uh, full detail. But what what are you guys watching? What's uh, what was the series that you enjoyed the most? Man, I have enjoyed watching Florida. Uh, the 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 Florida well. Florida Boston first round was amazing. I mean, game seven overtime goal. Holy hell. And when they scored, I, I couldn't believe the Boston. I mean, I was me along with the rest of the hockey world outside of Boston, right. Was rooting for Boston to lose. And, oh, yeah. uh, and when it happened, I was like, I'm, I just laughed. <laughs> I, did I was too. like, it happened. I was so happy. Um, yeah, cause was that I said, not the best night too? Cause it was Boston, oh, then Colorado lost then Colorado. And then, and, and I was like anybody, but Boston, um, I'd even, and I said, I'd even rather have Colorado win than Boston. But I said, those are the two teams I, I want out the most and boom, they're both out in the first round. It's like, Oh God, that was so great. Yeah. The only team that's left that I want to see lose is Vegas. Um, yeah, me too. I was really the only Edmonton. ones. Yeah, I was pulling so hard for Edmonton to 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 force a game seven, and they just it, the same old story with them it, with you know the, the goaltending issues and 
just just not a complete effort in the playoffs to go deep. So. Stuart Skinner, man, he looked pretty good throughout the year and was awful, awful in the playoffs. Yeah. It just they got to figure that out. Good lord. I was. I know you were pulling for Dallas, uh, which mm-hmm. still boggles my mind. Uh, but I was, <laughs> I was pulling for Seattle. Oh, I, you know, partially, partially because I personally don't like Dallas, but also because of the draft pick situation. You know, the Blues right. got a high draft pick. With 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 Dallas, uh, the sooner Dallas gets booted, the better draft pick we get. So. Yeah, and the way that I look at it, and I agree with you, but at the same time, we're talking what a different. If they lose this round, a difference of what maybe two picks. Well, it was so, going to be uh, what uh, twenty three to twenty five. Now it might be twenty nine, something like that. Yeah, it's going to be. Let's see, there's four teams left, so it'd be twenty nine to thirty two. Twenty nine to thirty two. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think that they lost last round. It could have been. Well, I don't care. I, I was. To me, it was a combination. It was, it was, yeah. I don't like Dallas, and it was the draft pick thing. So no brainer for me personally, for Seattle and yeah, and Seattle. Man, what a what a fun run for Seattle too. I mean, yeah, that was seven, great. Dallas seven games, dude, and they've got a buttload of uh, uh, salary room going into next year. Like they can completely restructure that roster if they want. I mean, they probably won't, which I wouldn't if I were them. But it's like, man, they they have set themselves up very nicely for the future. Of the four teams left, Dallas, Vegas, uh, Florida, Carolina. Who's your favorite to go? You go first, Austin. What are you thinking? Um, I'd like to see Carolina. Yeah. But I'm going to go probably Vegas. You want to see Vegas? I want Vegas. You want Vegas? Okay. okay. I want Interesting. Vegas. Wow. I did not know that. I want Barbashev to get another ring. Yeah, um, it would be cool. I, and I still like Petro. Um, mm. You know, I, I'm still a fan, and I still, mm-hmm. I, yeah, Barbashev. But man, mm. I just their fans already drive me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, in this shit, like last year, I know we talked about it on the show when the season ended, and they were like another disappointing law lo- or disappointing season for the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you. such a tumultuous <laughs> history they've had. Oh, Their fans are so tortured. Yeah, there was a there was an article. It was in the the main Vegas paper. That was the name of the article. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And like, I saw, I looked at the comments in it, and people were on there like, yeah, what are they doing? They need to figure this out. You know, we we've been nothing but loyal. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Shut like the 20... fuck up. Eighteen. Yeah. 2018 was our first 2017 2018 was our first season so yeah shut up good lord um for me i don't know i i'm rooting eastern conference um i'm rooting for dallas to beat vegas and then dallas to lose in the cup final that's what i'm wanting uh just because i don't want to see vegas even get close um but i don't know florida carolina i can't decide which one i like better probably gonna be rooting florida i guess just because well carolina has paul stastny i was gonna say st louis boy matthew kachuk yeah but i don't know i like paul stastny i like uh i like carolina in general too you know what i'm just rooting eastern conference i just hope everyone has fun (laughs) (laughs) i just hope both teams i just hope both teams win uh can they just tie the series 
There you go. I, I'm, uh, you know, Eastern Conference or bust for me. But if I'm picking one team, it's Florida. Uh, I like Matthew Kachuk. I I know a lot of people hate him just because of the style he plays, which I understand. But I would have loved for him to have uh, come to the Blues. Uh, that way, I would have. He he's where I've I've tweeted this a number of times during the playoffs. He's worth every penny. Oh he's, yeah, he, he's a complete difference maker on the ice. He's a playoff performer. Uh, he's a big game player. Uh, he costs a lot of money, but man, he's just good. He's just a good he player. Not, team. I mean, we've seen it before with with other players. I, I think of the Howes, Gordy, and and Mark Howe. But like, is there a player that's more a just exact replica of his dad than Matthew Kachuk, yeah. the way he plays when Keith was in his prime playing for like Phoenix and even his first couple years in St. Louis. Like, yeah, I mean, my oh, God, he plays the exact same game as him. He's he, he plays that same style, but he's better. He's better than uh, Keith had some hands on him when he was young. Too, I'm though. not saying he didn't. I'm just saying Matthew is better. I, I think he's just a, he does some eye popping stuff with the puck sometimes. You know, it's a, yeah. his between the legs shit that he does. He pulls off in goofy situations, and he doesn't just do it and and you know and and come up short. He fucking buries a number of those chances. So and it's, I don't know. He's always around the front of the net like his dad was. You know, same kind of style like you said, Jeff. Uh, but I think uh, uh, talent level. I think I think the ceiling's higher for him. Yeah. Um But then again, we, we don't. Yeah. It, I mean, his dad scored uh, a bunch of goals in the league. I don't know if Matthew well, will get that. And I know that different era. Yeah, the so, era is different. Yeah. I don't think Keith ever had a hundred point season. I think the most True. he ever had was maybe eighty five. Yeah. And Matthew's already had a hundred point season. So yeah. clearly, the points are there. And yeah, I do agree. I think overall, he is better. But man, you watch those two play side by side; it'd be hard to tell which one's which. Uh, Keith had a ninety-eight point season in the ninety-five, ninety-six season. That's yeah. right. That was the first year I think Ronick was there in Phoenix. So, that was his highest. Yeah, uh, okay. his highest scoring. Yep. There you go. There you go. Well, anyway, uh, so playoffs a bit exciting. Um, so. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys. Do we go through all of our picks, Kurt? You say who you wanted. You said you I, wanted Florida. I want. I'd like to see Florida win. I'd, I do not want either of the Western Conference teams to win. I'm Eastern Conference a bust, and I'll pick Florida. Not that I say they're gonna win. I'd like to see them win. No, I'm not. It's not a prediction. I just want to see them win. Yeah, I want the Maple Leafs actually. You go back a couple rounds. Yeah, yep. <laughs> man. I all of it. And I know I, I, I feel bad because I actually I like the Maple Leafs <laughs> as a team. I like a lot of their players. Obviously, I love Ryan O'Reilly. But, man, when they made it and they were saying, we want Florida, they were doing that <laughs> chant. And I was sitting there thinking, I even said out loud to my wife, I'm like, watch, Florida's going to win and then sweep them. <laughs> and I was hoping, as again, nothing Almost. against Toronto, but it's just against their fans. I was like, man, if Florida, when they were up 3-0, I'm like, yes. The fact that, yeah, you made it to the second round, but you didn't win any goddamn games. Oh, that would have been so fucking awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could have had the whole the caveat, you know, haven't won a second round game in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. But they, yep. did win, they did win the one. Yep, they got the one. And there, were a, couple of overtime, there were a couple of overtime games, too. That series was a little closer than the 4-1. to one. Yeah, uh, I agree. Ooh. Show. Yeah, but when was the last time they made it to the third round? 
Oh God. <laughs> that was 67. Was it not? No. Third round. Oh boy. That's a great question. I don't know. Austin, you're the producer. You look it up. Oh, nice. Actually, we're getting ready to go to, we're getting ready to go to commercial Austin. So don't do that. Um, <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Uh, I think it is time for that commercial break. So we'll reveal the first position for the St. Louis blues, uh, all time team. Oh, what is this? Evander Kane's cross check to Petra's neck warranted a suspension. Yeah, uh, that's from Ken Morris, a uh, member of our panel. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm that surprised there wasn't more made of that from the league, to be honest. Yeah. I thought that was Yeah, pretty... I think he deserved a suspension. Petro deserved his. Yeah. Uh, the only difference between you... the two was that, you know, uh, Petro had the puck when Kane came at him, uh, and uh, Drysaddle did not. So... That's right, Austin. <laughs> they made it in uh, 1994. 94. They played the Vancouver Canucks in the Western. Well, the were they the West at that point, or was that still the shit? I can't remember. Oh, what's uh, what's the ninety four? Ninety four. They were Hold in on. the uh, Campbell. So that have been the Campbell. Yeah. This year's. This says actually they made it in two thousand two. Is that right, Carolina? Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah, the year Carolina went to the Cup final against Detroit. That's right. That's a good call. Okay, so that's the two. There you go. Mm, I lied. Look at that on the fly. Hey, you corrected yourself. You're good. There you go. But still, you're fired. Um, that's cool. I'm not getting paid anyway, so. That's true. <laughs> all right. We will reveal the first position for the St. Louis Blues all-time team on the other side of this break from our amazing sponsors. You're listening to Jeff, Kurt, and producer Austin on Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll return after these messages. Every beer league hockey night, I grab my hockey bag and sticks and throw them in the trunk of my car. And the very next thing I do, I mix up a boost of energy courtesy of RockinThatIDLife.com. It's formulated to break up its delivery in three ways, which helps me get through all three periods of hockey. Phase one provides a rapid onset of energy, concentration, alertness, and motivation. By period two, I'm receiving a dose of sustained energy, increased focus, metabolism, cognitive function, performance, and feelings of well-being, which I need with the way I play. In Phase 3, I'm getting fatigue protection without jitters and crash, an elevated mood and a reduction of fluid retention to help me make the big play when it counts. This same triphasic approach helps me when I drink it during work hours or simply just for a pick-me-up when I need it. Try one of the four energy flavors by visiting rockinthatidlife.com, but make sure to email Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Center Ice Brewery is a beer lover's dream for hockey fans. Based in St. Louis, Missouri, owner Steve Albers has been brewing hockey-themed favorites for thirsty sports fans since 2017. From the Beauty IPA to the Old Arena Lager, a cold, frosty, hockey-themed beer is just what the doctor ordered for hockey fans in St. Louis. Make sure to check your local beer store for Center Ice Brewery beer today. LGB. Let's go beer. 
During the magical 2019 playoff run, I was in the midst of buying my current home. Every time I spoke with my realtor, obviously, home buying was the discussion. But in the back of my mind, I couldn't stop thinking about what was destined to happen for our St. Louis hockey team. If only there were a realtor who could have walked me through the process, held my hand when needed, but was there to be a sounding board when I wanted to complain about a certain hand pass goal. Let realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage be that for you. He'll have your needs top of mind as he skates you through the home buying or selling process, dangling you past any obstacles, and assisting on all your home goals. Check out strikewithmike.com for more information or give him a call directly at 314-753-4060. That's Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage at strikewithmike.com and that number again is 314-753-4060. Don't forget to tell Mike that Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio, the longest-running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. So before we get into the all-time team reveal, uh, we did kind of gloss over the Vegas Golden Knights uh, series with the Edmonton Oilers. What were your guys' thoughts on Petrangelo's suspension uh, that he had on, on his slash on Leon Dreisaitl? Not long enough. Agree. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, I knew he was going to get like one game if I was I was going to predict what he, but I like it's always never enough. It's always never enough. <laughs> uh, I he should have got two or three games out of that. Um, yeah, he should have been done for the series. Um, the, I mean, you, you, I don't know what else you have to do to get more than a game. I mean, he his history was the only thing that had it was going for him. You know, in this uh, he, he, he I slashed him right across the forearms. Puck was nowhere near him. He made a beeline right for him. I don't understand the one game. Gotta That's an intent team. to injure. Yeah. And yeah. intent to injure warrants more than that. And and I'll, I'll add the caveat. I hate the whole playoff games way more than regular season. To me, you do something illegal. I don't care if it's preseason, regular season playoffs. Well, it should be the same suspension. That's not the argument here. The argument to me is, you know, because people said, well, in the regular season, he would have gotten more. But in the playoffs, he gets less. And I'm like, Okay, I still would have given him more. Yeah. Because uh, if if, that, if that's how they really do rate it, I would have given him 10, 12 games well, in the regular season. They always say the playoffs, it's half. Traditionally, it's been about half of what you would get during the regular season. Right. And I, you know, I would give him at least six games for that during the season. And so that's 100%. if you if you convert that over, you know, math's pretty simple. That's three games. Two um, games? <laughs> Where'd you go yeah, to high school? Right. <laughs> Oakville. Yeah. Sounds like a wind tunnel. Yeah, what is going on there? Hold on, I'll fix it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? In a wind tunnel, I, apparently. Sorry, I, I, actually, I had my I had my fan on full blast. Sorry. I forgot about. Yeah, you're probably hot now. You're wearing a Titans jersey. Wait, do you you in wardrobe changes now? I'm going out after doing? the I'm going out after the show. So it's yeah, like I'm watching a Weird Al concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good lord, man! Now I feel like I need to do wardrobe changes after break. Let's um, do it. It's a new thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Here we go. We are. Uh, this is why we're here. 
This has been the summer series. It's been a lot of work to get to this point, and there's still more work to be done on my end. So uh, I do want to thank our panel before we get into this. Again, 11 people on the panel, including the three people you're looking at or listening to right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of work to get to this point, and I want to thank everybody who has participated, been a part of the show, and uh, helped us out with this, as well as the people who have voted on the Facebook uh, and well, the Twitter poll, but you're going to, okay, let me rephrase the Twitter poll. And remember that, cause we're still ongoing. We've got the defense figured out at this point. We're still working on left wing center, right wing goalie and coach. Um, so we are going to have polls going. So again, make sure that you're commenting on these polls, why you vote the way you are. And if you're on Facebook, because um, if you're just on Facebook and not on Twitter, but you still want to comment why you voted the way you did, uh, no, Austin, it does not sound that way. Right. Um, but you still want to, uh, comment the way you did, why you did. I will include those Facebook comments as, uh, responses to the poll, which would include you for the giveaways. So we've got a couple giveaways that we're going to start, uh, doing here probably actually next week. Uh, so again, uh, comment on those polls, folks. Tell us why you voted the way you did. Uh, no, you two are not eligible. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I know. Now why the I hell know. am I doing this? I'm. Yeah, hold I on. I'll see you later. Um, <laughs> uh, hang on. Hey, get back here. Get back here. Show's yeah, not quit. over. Yeah, we uh, speaking of which, I have one of them right here. So hang on. You brought the winner into your house. <laughs> so since we're talking about defense, the prize will be given away next week. Right here. That is a signed Colton Pareko puck. Wow. I was about so, to make a Colton Pareko joke. Well, there you go. Is that one of the ones he's uh, flipped over the glass for a delay game penalty? Yeah. I. Yep. Yep. This was the one from game seven. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Bruins. <laughs> but no, uh, we will. Uh, we'll actually have, I think we're going to have Steven ground on next week. And uh, he has some thoughts on Colton Pareko. So it's actually kind of funny. We're giving this away when he'll be uh, not talking too greatly about Colton Pareko. But that is next week. Uh, this week, we're doing we left. talk greatly deep. about Colton Pareko? Always. All the time. We love our defense, remember? Yeah. Sorry. Um, my bad. Stupid so, Yes, right. So uh, we are doing left defense. Uh, now, we need to take into consideration the 35th anniversary team, which is actually right behind my shoulder there, the poster they gave away for that. Uh, the team that they had included for that, the three lefty, Chris Pronger, Barkley Plager, and Bob Gassoff. So now the question is, did those three players remain or did we switch them out? Uh, we'll see. This is all judging by our panel and then by your votes. So the first defenseman, the first player named to the Let's Go Blues Radio St. Louis Blues all-time team. That's a mouthful. Chris <laughs> Pronger folks how about that nice there's going to be let's just face it there's going to be some no-brainers here okay this is to me the number one no-brainer right i mean i can go ahead and say this right brett hall is going to be on the team bernie federko is going to be on the team you know there's going to be guys like that this one to me chris pronger number one no-brainer he is your first selection on the all-time team. So let's go over some accolades real quick, and then we'll talk about this pick. Uh, five. This is in his career. Five all-star games, 
99-2000 Hart and Norris Trophy winner, listed to the NHL's 100 greatest players in 2017-2018, did win a Stanley Cup with the Anaheim Ducks in 2007. As far as his Blues accolades go, he is number 10 all-time in assists with 272, number one in plus-minus with a ridiculous 140, number six in penalty minutes with 931. You got to figure if he played one more season, he would have eclipsed the 1,000 mark. Uh, Number 16 in games played with 598. He was the Blues captain from 1997-1998 to 2001-2002, to which he handed over to Al McKinnis at that point. Uh, Blues career, 598 games played, 84 goals, 272 assists for 356 points. My favorite player of all time. He is hanging. I always do this wrong. He's hanging right there behind me. Uh, Again, Makes sense. He's the number one pick. Guys, your thoughts on Chris Pronger being the first selection to the all-time team? Arguably the greatest blues player of all time. Arguably. We can have that debate up and down the street. But uh, That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you toss Hull in there. You know, you toss Verico in there. Um, you can toss McInnes in there, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, for my money, you know, Chris Pronger is right up there. Uh, no brainer for me. I mean, my gosh. And yeah, I mean, almost, almost, almost underrated. Um, as a blues player, I'd say. I mean, people know that he's a great player for the blues, but I don't think that they put him up there in the top two or three, um, like they probably should. I think by default is Brett Hall, which is fine. You know, it's not a. It's not a. It's arguably he's the argument that. Or you, or they'll do um, McInnes, or they'll do Federico, right? But I think Chris, Chris Pronger is – he's a guy that's left out of the top three a lot, I think. And he probably should always be in everyone's top three. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I – um, again, my favorite player of all time, someone I've talked about on this show a million times. We had the retire 44 conversation uh, before they did it. Like, hey, why is this guy's number not retired? I'm with you, man. Greatest blue of all time. Austin, you probably, I don't know, you probably never actually saw him play as a blue, did you? Nope. Did you I see him play when he was play. playing in the NHL? I've, I've only seen clips. Wow. Okay. So what are your thoughts? As somebody who actually never saw him play, just what you've heard and what you've seen on YouTube? He's a great guy. I mean, I've met him. I mean, that I can say. I can tell you, Austin, that, that he's th- tall as shit. He's one of those guys that <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those guys that when he was on the ice, you knew it because he controlled the play. Everything yep. went through Pronger. <clears throat> he controlled the play, and if he wasn't in the middle of the play, it was because the other team was trying to stay away from him. It and, was, and that's the thing. So whenever we heard about, and and it's a ridiculous comparison, I know, but when we heard that Nick Letty was coming to the Blues, what we heard was. Well, the other team's going to enter with the puck. Letty's going to leave the zone with it, and if that and that was the case, the first you know part of the year he was here when he first came to the Blues. But with Chris Pronger, it was literally that times a hundred. I mean, it was they entered the zone. Chris Pronger would always end up with the puck, and and yes, Kurt, that's the thing I always say about Chris Pronger. Like, say what you want about Brett Hall, Bernie Federico, even Al McKinnis, like. They were great in their own right. Do not get me wrong. But 
when Pronger had the puck and he took it behind his net, yes, there was a couple times his outlet pass, his his breakout pass would be intercepted. But nine times out of ten, it was like, watch. Like, literally, he, kids, watch this. Something really cool is about to happen. Because he, was the, he, was the he best always NHL made that. the right play. He was the best in the NHL at long outlet passes. From from end red line to, to center red line. Uh because at the time there was a two line pass, right? But he was, right. you couldn't go over that. But he was, I mean, tape to tape. It was so, I mean, he triggered the offense so much coming out of his own zone. It was a joy to watch. Love watching him play. Yep. And I love that too. Uh, I loved his, I love the chip on the shoulder. I love the, the uh, asshole things he would do on the ice. I loved it. I mean, he was, you know, and Edmonton fans will tell you they loved him during their, that cup run that, uh, well, the, to the final run. With him, right. and then Anaheim loved him. Uh, he's on your team. You love him. Yep. Yeah, and 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 I loved, and we didn't see it until with the media stuff. We didn't see a lot of that until he left the Blues. I don't know why that was. Maybe he just got in a bigger market and just felt like he had to be that guy. But like the 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 stealing of the puck in the in Philadelphia final against Chicago, uh, right? That was great. Like, that was so good. And, you know, literally just throwing it in the trash, selling it on <laughs> eBay. I mean, hilarious. And uh, one of my favorite chirps of all time was, God, was it Brian Bickle? After they won the cup that year, he said, uh, oh, if I ever see that Pronger guy out, I'm going to punch him in the face. If I ever see him out, he's going to get it. And right. they told Chris Pronger what he said. He said, where's he going to see me, the miners? <laughs> like, <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Like everything about that guy. You just when he like you said, Kurt, you hate him when he's not on your team. Sure. But man, when he's on your team, you love him. You love everything yeah. about the guy. He was he was a borderline dirty player. He does some dirty stuff. Uh, but you know, it was a little bit different era back then. I mean, him and him and uh uh, uh I don't know, I'm trying to think of a of a, a forward that they have battles in front of the net. Uh Tomas Holmstrom. Holmstrom. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Holmstrom was a guy that was born to take abuse in front of the net. You can just tell by the way, you know, he was just the looks. He was just an ugly guy. He's like, oh, we'll just stick the ugly guy in front of the goal um, and just get beat to shit by tall defensemen. Um, no, I, 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 Chris Pronger was uh, fantastic. I, I wish we had another guy like him. Um, yep. I, and, but there's really – I can't think of another defenseman that has – played like Chris Pronger. I mean, not really since. Yeah. The, um, so for me, the answer to that is Shea Weber. And that's why I was a big Shea Weber fan was to, because he was a guy that he, he degree. played, he played a style similar to Pronger, but he still wasn't Pronger. And that was right. the crazy thing. Shea Weber in his time was one of the best defensemen in the NHL, but he still wasn't as good as Pronger, even close to as good as Chris Pronger was at what he did. And that just speaks volumes at how good that guy was at his position. All right. Well, we all knew that one, right? That was going to be Chris Pronger. We all knew it. Number two, this is where it gets a little murky. Um, we, uh, th this was, okay. So it was Barkley Plager was the number two defenseman um, in the 35th anniversary team. Number two. Behind Chris Pronger on lefty now goes to Jay Bomeister. So uh, this Blues defenseman, uh, again, in his career, two All-Star games, and of course was a vital part 
to the Blues 2019 Stanley Cup Championship. Uh, stats with the Blues, he's number 23 all-time in games played at 490. Uh, he has 400 and, uh, uh, 490 games played, 17 goals, 107 assists, and 124 points for a plus 48. Uh, the 2019 playoffs specifically, stat line's not great, but we all know what he did, what he contributed. 26 games played, zero goals, seven assists, a plus nine. Um, so I want to start actually with Austin because this is a player that you clearly saw play a ton. Um, and uh, yeah, I I have no problem with this pick. I'll admit I didn't have him. I At first when I was going through the roster with how – and I'm sure, Kurt, you and I will will talk about this. I was like, <laughs> he didn't have a good enough time here as a blue. And and I know fans love to remember him and say, if this defense had Jay Bowmeister, we would have made the playoffs. He, to me, was fucking terrible. Put him down Colton Pareko worthy for, for, for a couple years <laughs> there for the St. Louis Blues. Go back and listen to but our shows. Our, as I look all the time. Yeah. As I looked at the other lefty, the contributions that guy made in one playoff year, and then honestly, when he first came here too, uh, you know what? I, I turned myself around and I said, you know what? Jay Bomeister belongs on this list. I ended up voting for him and uh, glad to see him here. But Austin, your thoughts on Joe, Jay Bomeister being the Joe, number two Joe lefty. Joe, 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 Joe Jay Meester. <laughs> Bo Jay Meester. Bo Jay Meester. Um, shit. I mean, he was fuck. I don't know what to say. Honestly, I'm trying to think. Like he, uh, you can say it close okay. to the microphone. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Kurt, you can steal it away if you want. Yeah, Kurt. Honestly, okay. yeah, Kurt. I, like, I, I am not good with. Well, here's the deal. I'm with, not good at talking I'm, on podcasts. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> here's. I mean, okay. So I'll let go a little bit what Jeff said about. When he first came to St. Louis, uh, he was very, very good. Love what we saw out of him. And then he got hurt, and then his injury took a fucking shit ton of time to heal, and he was playing hurt for far too long, was ineffective. He was terrible. He yeah. was terrible for what? But the better part of two, two seasons. And people wanted to trade him, let him go. It was just he was a whipping boy. And nobody knew who was really playing hurt. And then he got healthy. And then his play was noticeably better. And then it came out to where he was. I can still hear that wind tunnel again, Austin. You got to fix that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he gets better. And then we go on the cup run and everything's glorious. And, and people forgot that he sucked for a couple of seasons. Um, you know, and yeah, not that it was his fault necessarily, because a large part of that was because he was hurt. He's playing hurt. Um, hopefully, the same thing is happening with Pareko. Hopefully, it comes out. Oh well, he's been playing hurt, a nagging injury for the past couple of years. Uh, that's that's been a part of his problem. But uh, so we're kind of hoping that that's that, right? So, but yeah, Bomeister is. I love the guy, and he gets such. He gets a lot of sentimental uh, votes due to how he left the league, um, yeah. almost dying on the bench. Um, so people have that extra sentimental attachment. Plus he was a key cog, uh, playing very well, uh, in the cup run. So, uh, yep. that those back-to-back seasons that happened. So that, that that's, that's where, why he's probably valued a little higher maybe than he should be with us. Um, but with that said, um, 
I was in the Scott Stevens camp and he only played for us for one season. So, you know, I, I, Scott Stevens was mind blowingly good in his very short time here. So, but, uh, so I do want to, uh, call out here. Our friend Ken Morris, uh, jumped in, uh, on, on Twitter and said, Barkley plague. Oh my goodness. That is the wrong one. I apologize. Can you see that? I know I can't uh, get it to show up any bigger. What is going yeah. on here? Um, he says, I voted for J-Bo as his play on defense was one of the reasons we won the cup and Pronger won his cup with the Ducks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, Ken's right. Um, you know, Pronger. And that and that was the unfair thing. You know, we, and there's a reason I had to have the panel go through and rank the players because it literally depended on who they matched up against in the poll. So it was like whoever had to face Pronger in the poll, that's fucking unfair. You know, <laughs> like right. everyone's voting for Pronger. So, uh, but that was one that Barkley Plager was involved in. So how much uh, we'll get, we'll get to that. But Jay Bomeister was in this poll as well. I'm sorry. It was Bob Gassoff was in this poll with Bomeister and Pronger. And uh, yeah, the fact that somebody, people had to vote for Bomeister over Pronger. And I'll tell you, on the panel, somebody ranked one of our panelists ranked Bowmeister ahead of Pronger, wow. and that shocked me. That is, and I had to ask shocking. this person why, and this person responded uh, because Chris Pronger was a penalty king and hurt the Blues a ton with his penalties. Which, hey, they're not wrong, um, <coughs> and. He was that instrumental in the Blues Cup run in 2019. This person felt he deserved the vote over Pronger. And I can't agree with that, but I, I get the reasoning. Because he was. Him and Pareko, my God, that was some yeah. of the best defense we've and, seen out of anyone not named Pronger or McKinnis on this team. I, did, I didn't put a ton of weight um on the cup run because you know winning a cup in the NHL is like the ultimate team game. You got to have a complete team. Now, yeah, you, there are key cogs that that contribute to that, and Bowmeister was one of them. But I mean, they don't win it without uh, Bennington playing fantastic. They don't win it without O'Reilly being the Conn Smythe uh, winner that he was. You know, they don't win it without uh, that fourth line playing out of their mind and contributing, and and you know so. Uh, that's why I, I, a lot of my rankings that I did for this, uh, didn't really have the cup, uh, is that big of a deal for voting a player as the best all for the uh, greatest all time for the blues because, you know, it's team game. You're not getting that one player is not going to put you over the top, um, or not going to win a cup by himself. It's a team game, so that's kind of like uh, I don't blame Pronger. Pronger was more than good enough to win a cup here; just didn't have the team as a whole when he was here. It's not his fault. That's why uh, I, I. That's why I think I would never personally put Bowmeister over Pronger. I think that's insane. Well, and and I'll just tell you, Kurt. That's why I wanted to have a, a larger panel, eleven yeah. people, because I figured we would all go at it differently. And and that's why I was telling Austin before the show. That's why I wanted Austin to be a part of the panel and why I wanted Ken Morris to be a part of the panel. Ken has seen pretty much every Blues game, right? I mean, he's been around 
for a long time. He's old as shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing with you, Ken. Just gonna say, just um, get to the point. But Austin is a young man. He didn't start watching until a couple of years ago. So I wanted to make sure that we got all these different people from different walks of life. Yeah. People who've seen different blues teams and um, have different opinions. And, and like I said, this one panelist put the cup team as the pinnacle of blues hockey. And that's fine. Because I don't I, agree with that. But well, I don't have to. Oh, and I think that's okay. It's not how I would do it. Um, uh, for reasons I just stated, but I think that's, you know, uh, it means that's, it means something different to everybody. That's, and that's why you have a number of people, like you said, Jeff, because certain people, there's no rules on, right. on why people should vote the way they do. It's just, it's their own personal, you know, opinions on things and that's fine. That's great. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I would love say I could do a whole it, show on the J-Bo versus Pronger thing on on who ranks higher that'd be great oh i i tell you man i I don't know if you've you can look in the you've got access to the document when these picks were coming over at first and i was getting them and i'm looking through them i'm like wow like there's a couple (laughs) picks that i'm like oh my god but it's like again that's what i wanted i wanted the like different views on who belongs on this team. It's not all this, not everybody voted for the same four people. So this is what I wanted. It's great. But there's still a right and wrong answer anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's in my opinion. Yes. But Uh, no, but anyway, um, I have no problem. And again, I, again, I was looking through this and, and I'll say, you know, there are certain players on this team in this team's history that I particularly was like, I can't vote for this person. I just can't. And at first, Jay Bomeister was on that list. But then when I looked through and I said, I can't leave him off. Like, again, he was so instrumental. And then I know it was a short time, but his time after the cup run, he was great. His first two years here, he was great. So, you know, and maybe you could even make the case if you wanted that, Blues on lefty have been pretty weak outside of a couple players, but he belongs on this team to me. And when he made it, I was not shocked. Yeah, no, I wasn't shocked either. But yep. So anyway, uh, reveal number three. Uh, so our third and last left defenseman. And I'll also add two folks, and I'll remind you each week of this. We are going to have utility players too. So some of the players not picked here, depending on how they do in the Twitter polls might end up as one of the three alternates on this team. So they'll end up in the utility. So if your player right here that you expected to make it doesn't make it, they still got a chance of uh, being a, a, a sitting player. So reveal number three, this guy was on the 35th anniversary team. Was it Barkley Plager or Bob Gassoff? It was Barkley Plager. So yes, we do have a Plager on the all-time team. We'll see next week if Bob Plager makes this team as well. But Barkley, his brother, uh, four All-Star games, uh, spent his entire career with the St. Louis Blues, which I think a lot of people may not realize that. Uh, he is number 13 all-time Blues history in games played with 614. Ten years, 614 games played, 44 goals, 187 assists, 231 points. He's a plus 61. Uh, he coached the Blues from 1978 to 1983. Unfortunately, he did pass away on February 6th, 1988 at 46 years old of a brain hemorrhage. Um, Ken Morris was, and again, this is why I wanted someone like Ken and even guys like 
Jeremy Rutherford and a couple other guys who, uh, Lou Korak, who uh, are on this panel because I knew they actually did maybe see these guys play. And Barkley Plager is one of them. And um, I'll go ahead and get to uh, Ken Morris's comment here. Uh, and this is in one of the Twitter polls as well. He says, Barkley Plager, this is, that's, he's saying that's who he voted for. He represents what the Blues are all about, hard work, determination, and never quitting. The Blues have had more skilled defensemen, but very few matched his spirit and leadership. Um, oh, you're right, Austin. I'll remember that for next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a zoom in apparently, so that can be easily read. Either way, uh, still very uh, awesome. Very, shut up. Shut up, producer. Um, but yes, uh, again, this is a player I never saw play. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away when I was not even three years old. Um, but I will say, having a father who watched this team since 1967, all I heard about was how good the Plager brothers were, how the spirit of Barkley Plager was so important to this team for 10 years and beyond as he coached. He coached the Kansas City Scouts for a while, which was the Blues minor league team. He was all over this organization, just like Bob was uh, since the time he was drafted by the Blues in 67 uh, or picked up by the Blues, I guess. Uh, so Barkley Plager. And now, Austin, I know you know nothing of Barkley Plager except for maybe what I just said. So, Kurt, I'll hand it off to you. Your thoughts on Barkley Plager being the third pick at lefty. Well, I mean, he was before my time, too. But uh, the amount of time that I spent as a kid going through the Blues Media Guides, um, you know, looking up old articles and things on the team. And just, just there's so much written about the Plager brothers and Barkley Plager and how loved he was and how much of a leader he was on the team. And um, I totally get it. Um, it. It's hard for somebody to vote for somebody and rank for and put them in a certain rank uh, when they haven't really seen them play. Uh, but, uh, and there's not, let's be honest, there's not a ton of video floating around of him out there playing. It's not like today where you can just pull up Go any video of any down. player and watch eight hours of footage uh, of them uh, on YouTube. Uh, it doesn't exist. So, um, but everything that you've read about him uh, has been nothing but fantastic. Even other, other, uh, other teams, coaches, uh, you chime in and talk about Plager and how, how just he was a lunch pail guy, just worked his ass off on the ice. Um, total team leader. Team loved him. Fans loved him. So um, I, I get it. I totally do. With the Bernie, uh, if you guys have not read, and I'm mm, trying to blank on what it's called, but Bernie's book, Bernie Federico's book. Uh, if you have not read it, you absolutely need to. There is some great stuff in there about Barkley Plager when he was coaching Bernie in Kansas City. And uh, again, and then uh, uh, I know Bob Plager had that great book uh, that he co-wrote. Um, Tales from the Bench? Tales from the Blues Bench. Uh, uh, he had Tales a lot of great stories. Locker room. Tales from the Bench. No. It's Tales from the Blues Bench. Are we having Tales a Mandela effect Louis moment Blues here? Locker room. And Bernie's book is called My Blues Note. My Blues Note, that's right. With Bernie, with Rutherford. Bob Plager's Tales from the Blues Bench by Bobby Plager. Yes. What? That is what it is. I'm looking what? at the book right here. Tales from the Blues at? Bench. What are you looking at is the question. Tales from the Blues Locker Room. No, by who? Tales... A collection of the greatest blues stories ever told by Bob or with Bob Plager, Tom Wheatley. Bob Plager, Tom right. Wheatley. Bob Plager's Tales from the Blues Bench. I'm looking at it right now on Amazon. Uh, okay. We're looking at two different things. 
<laughs> Obviously, yeah. somebody has the title wrong online. Yeah, I'm looking. No, at that. No, 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 they're two different books. What? There's two different ones. That can't be right. There's two different books. I was gonna say I've read the other book. I think Tales from Blue's Locker Room, a collection of the greatest stories ever told. Bob, yeah, there is two. <coughs> now I gotta buy this. Great. I think I have it. I can just give it to you. Uh, okay. Or you can, or you I'll can like rent that. it from me. I'll give it to you like five bucks a day. Eh, shut the fuck up. So, pay <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, fee. I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, this to me was a no-brainer. I, I'll admit, there was a short period when I was kind of like, oh man, Barkley might not make this team. When I was looking at the votes early on, and I'm like, ooh, that would be odd. And again, chance he makes utility, but I was like. There's a couple guys that are doing well in these polls, but as the week went on, these are week-long polls, he started to pull away a little bit. I was like, okay. And, you know, granted, it, it part of it is just recency bias, like you said, Kurt. I mean, for me even, I'm 38 years old. I've never seen – I never saw either of the Plaguers play. I just know the stories. I've read the books. I, you know, <clears throat> know of Bob just from his time as a scout and just as a Blues personality – so for me, it was like, but it still felt weird. Even though I never saw him play, I'm like, I can't imagine an all-time team without Barkley on it. I mean, they named the damn dog Barkley. So, <laughs> you know, it, to me, it's like he is blues hockey. You can't have a team. And it'd be funny when we're doing this show in 40 years if he still makes the team. So we'll see when we have uh, the blues all-time team in, uh, what, 2064. So <laughs> hopefully you're still kicking it. Hopefully, I'm still going to look the same. I'm not going to change. Yeah, middle part and everything. <laughs> uh, Ken Morris says I have that book, and it's my favorite sports books. He says it's the one from the locker room. So again, did, why why is the title so similar? Jesus Christ! It's, it's like part two. Plager. That's well, Tom Wheatley wrote it. Well, Pablo. Damn it, Tom Wheatley! If you're listening, with, with stories from right, Bobby Boy. Well, panelist rankings. Uh, so uh, we had six players, all included in the um, in the uh, uh, polls. So obviously, number one, Chris Pronger. Number two, Barkley Plager. Number three, Jay Bomeister. So all three of them made the team uh, after Twitter polls. Um, but then your next three that were close. Number four, Scott Stevens. Number five, Barrett Jackman. And number six, surprisingly... Uh, just because his numbers retired, Bob Gassoff. Now I'll say, and I've said this on the show before, and I get why it happened. I think Bob Gassoff was a the guy they retired his number prematurely. It was a this dude had a young, promising career. He died tragically. We should retire his number. Um, maybe if he spends his whole time here as a blue, that still happens. But I think we have more to go off of and say how good was this kid. Uh, but right now, it, it it does kind of feel that way. So when he made the all-time team in, in the 35th anniversary, I think it was like, yes, he was good, but he, we have his well, number retired. He belongs here. He was he was more of an enforcer uh, type of player. So right. I, I, I mean, when you say good, uh, I'm not sure exactly, uh, you know, production-wise what he was going to be doing, but uh, he was more of an inspirational, tough guy, checker. Uh, fighter, uh, the fans loved um, in his short time here. 
So tragically dying. And and he didn't just pass away too soon. He passed away during a team event. Right. So uh, in the offseason. So that's kind of that, that, that to me, uh, I have zero issues. I've said this before, zero issues with them retiring his number when they did because, because of how and when it happened uh, during a team event. I think that's something different than I, than, uh, you know, Oscar Tavares, for example, for the Cardinals passing away in a car accident in his hometown in uh, Dominican. I think that's where it was. So that's a little different, uh, you know, situation there. Yeah, and Ken Morris says here that Bob Gasov was a force and had and tough as nails, but he did have skill. And I've read that I that okay. he actually was good okay. with the puck as well. He wasn't a goal scorer, but he could move the puck very well. I know someone um, who doesn't score and can move the puck pretty well. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'll take that as a compliment. You're Blue right. I don't score, but I scored a hat trick last weekend. So there you go. I had uh, I had I had Scott Stevens ahead of Bowmeister. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you guys, any any surprises here? So, again, one Pronger, two Plager, three Bowmeister, four Stevens, five Jackman, uh, six Gassoff. Any surprises to either of you? Surprises there? Um, I Maybe I'm a little surprised Jackman wasn't higher than Stevens, but um, I appreciate the fact that Stevens – because St- Stevens was a better defenseman than Bowmeister. Uh, yes far he, he just didn't spend a lot of time here and that's probably the only reason he didn't get as much love in the rankings um i i you know i vividly remember his time here it was his one season here and how huge he was how, how big of a presence he was on this team uh the saint patrick's day massacre in chicago my god um you know he was uh, center uh, main event there with uh, uh dave manson so, um, and that was at the height for me of these Blues and Blackhawks rivalry too. Uh, we had Stevens and they had Manson. Oh my God. It was just, I mean, it was a Donnybrook every time we played and Stevens was our, our heavy hitter and, uh, and he was stolen from us. Um, right. When we signed Shanahan. So that sucked. Mm. Um, so I, and, I've and, said before, can you imagine if we would have had, Pronger and Stevens. If Stevens sticks around and they still go get Pronger, you know, whoa. Well, if if uh, the package that was offered uh, to um, was it New Jersey uh, was accepted because we offered them Curtis Joseph and Rod Brendamore at the time and somebody else, uh, but they wanted Stevens. So and the judge decided that they got Stevens. So that you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't Stevens, it was going to be Joseph and Brindamore, which Brindamore wouldn't have been a huge loss because he didn't spend a ton of time here. Uh, ended up being a great player, but you know, not for us. But uh, losing Joseph, that would have hurt because I mean he was my my favorite goalie at the time. So they've been yeah. it's it's rough. It's rough. Uh, I I I don't. That, can you imagine that happening nowadays? If some oh if, a, if a judge were saying, uh, "Yeah, your best player and captain." Uh, well, arguably best player, gone, uh, rigged, rigged. Yeah, that would that would be rigged. Everybody rigged. Not, it doesn't NHL it, draft lottery type shit. <laughs> that just doesn't. That kind of thing just doesn't happen anymore. And and the Blues got kind of fucked uh, in that deal. So, ooh, Ken Morris, great question here. Stevens or Shanny? If you could keep only one, which one? Well, Hines should be on the show, not me. I mean, hindsight says. Let's hindsight let's says hindsight. we didn't hindsight we didn't win a cup with Shanny. 
Well, you didn't win one with you wouldn't have. I mean, would you win one with Stevens? That's that's the question. You, Take you that go out of you it. Look, players well, in their prime. Who would you rather have? Well, the player who I'd rather have in my mind is going to be the one that try and does it does it win us a cup. And I'm thinking, well, gosh, which guy gives us a better chance to win a cup? I guess uh, we didn't win one with Shanny. Um, who, who was my favorite player? Shanahan was my favorite player uh, when he was uh, moved. Um, Stevens or Shanny? That is a great, great question. I don't think there's a wrong answer. It's kind of like prong. It's like Pronger or Shanahan, right? Um, uh. I, I think I. Mm, well, because then for me, like in my mind, I'm going through what was the need at the time. And really, at the time, the Blues did need defense. But then when Shanahan came in, he was part of the Janie Hole shit. You know, I mean, now if we're I don't know if I can answer if we're keeping both players for their entire careers. Give me Shanahan. Give me Shanahan. I'm probably with you. Just I mean, yeah, just give me Shanahan. I think I'm with you. That's tough. Uh, So panelist votes. Uh, we'll start with me real quick. Uh, so again, let's let's keep in mind too. I did ask the panelists to not include anyone from the 35th anniversary team the Blues uh, made. Uh, so I um, so that does not include Pronger, Gasoff, and Barkley Plager. So when I asked people to send in their votes, those three players were excluded. Just keep that in mind. That's very important to remember here. My three: Paul Cavallini, which. He almost made it. Uh, it came down to a tiebreaker, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, Jay Bomeister, and I know this one might get some laughs, Jack Brownscheidel. Um, <laughs> stupid young Jeff. So keep in mind, I've always been that guy that that likes the dudes who do the small things, kind of like the fourth-line love that players get here uh, in St. Louis, uh, the blue-collar workers. Um, I loved Bryce Salvador. When I was younger, I loved what he did on the ice, and I was devastated when the Blues got rid of him. Uh, Scott Young, even though he ended up being a 40-goal scorer, before that, I was a huge fan of his. I loved his work ethic. Uh, I've got a Ryan Johnson jersey. I was a huge fan of his. I loved his work ethic. That's kind of where Jack Brineshadow falls in for me. I, I love the way he played D. He was on a bad Blues D. I think if you have a good defense with him, I think he's probably a number three at the time at best, but I think where he sat in with the blues, I liked his play. So I think I might've been the only one that voted for him, but I liked him as a blue. And so I decided, you know what? He deserves some love here. Um, that's my what reason. You were born? 85, <laughs> 85. <laughs> you were born after his time here was done. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I've, you know, I've seen, I've seen the videos. My dad had a bunch of okay. VHS right. and I remember watching my dad showing me the games and just being like, oh, that guy's pretty good. And granted I was five or six years old, but still. Um, and then we, uh, we'll go, we'll go to Austin next. I think Austin's going to dip out here soon. So yeah. Austin went much more recent, which again, why I had him on the, on the panel, Jay Bomeister, Barrett Jackman, and Carl Gunnarsson, which Gunnarsson oh, almost made the team as well. So, uh, Austin, you're, uh, anything you want to say about your three picks? Um, I feel like for me, with everything being more recent, especially with Gunnarsson, I feel like that's got to be pretty obvious. I mean, scoring the 
game-winning goal to get the Blues their first Stanley Cup win. Barrett Jackman was just fun to watch in general. I mean, little guy out there playing D. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no wrong answers here. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, I was never a Barrett Jackman fan. That's why I did not include him. I thought he was the product of a bad Blues team, and they just kept pushing him. But I get why people liked him. Plus, from what I hear, he's a great dude, if you've ever met him. Uh, I only met him in the locker room. I did not share that sentiment about him, but I know a lot of people do, including Jeremy Rutherford. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all there, Austin. Uh, Amy actually uh, speaks with uh, Jackman every once in a while, uh, and uh, she says, yes, he is a very nice man. I'm sure he is. And I will say one of my favorite moments in the media happened because of him. Um, but, uh, Austin, we'll go ahead and let you uh, bounce up out of here. Thanks for joining us for the show. We appreciate it. Thanks and for having we'll, me. Sorry for sorry for dipping early, but eh, things came up. Yeah, you're old. Yeah, I got <laughs> passed by that time. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. We'll All catch right. you next time. See, right, see you. I, you know, with, with, as far as Jackman goes, um, I think that he would have had a much more uh, notable career. I mean, he had a long career at the Blues, but I think it would have been more notable. Uh, if he hadn't have had his, yeah, got that shoulder injury early in his career here, uh, that yes. really, that I was actually, uh, speaking of Plager brothers, I was talking with Bobby Plager and I've said, I've told the story before that we were talking about Jackman and he was, he was raving about his play, but he was, he was very, uh, sad that, uh, his shoulder injury happened and, uh, it made him not the same player he would have been. He would have been a much bigger checker, would have been uh, more of a fighter, uh, but he really toned that down when he had that shoulder injury because if he taxed that shoulder too much, his career would have been over. So, Well, let's add in, too, the fact that, yes, it was the shoulder injury from Todd Pertuzzi. Thanks for that, dickhead. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also the rule changes after the lockout. Uh, you know, there was a lot, I and mean, they cut down on interference a ton. And before that, you could get away with pretty much taking guys out of the play, drawing picks, and Jackman was great at that. There was a reason Al McKinnis had a ridiculous year that year he won the Norris and vice versa for Jackman because he played with McKinnis all year. But he was so good at drawing attention away from McKinnis because McKinnis would take the puck and carry it up, and Jackman would just step in front of somebody trying to get to McKinnis. And he was so good at that. But after the 0405 lockout, you couldn't do that kind of play anymore. So a lot of the stuff that Jackman did very well, even though he had the shoulder injury, was pretty much not acceptable anymore. So your three picks, uh, Stevens, Jay Bomeister, and Barrett Jackman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, uh, I'm a uh, big, huge, huge Stevens fan. Uh, and like I said, I think I already covered this, but he's he's – he was stolen from us and I, I still feel like, you know, that's uh, who knows what would have happened if we were, uh, if we had Stevens and Shanahan on the same team, uh, that would have been pretty, uh, Hall, Shanahan, Stevens, uh, Jesus. I mean, um, and Bo Meester for reasons I already said, you know, I, uh, I put him on there and then Jackman for, uh, again, I've covered that as well. Just, 
He's his longevity with the blues. Um, I, I was always a Jackman fan, even though uh, his middle years here uh, were kind of rough. Um, he was kind of a whipping boy. I don't know if fans remember that too much, but he was not having his best years. Wasn't the greatest defenseman. Uh, uh, finished better, finished stronger, I think. And then uh, had that cup of coffee that one season with Nashville, which was weird. Um, yeah, but honestly, I thought, well, I thought his last, <clears throat> excuse me. I thought his last year here was a little rough for him. Um, and I think, I think that was the point where it was kind of like, I don't know if you're watching the latest season of Ted Lasso, but Roy Kent makes a comment about how he has a game. It was like one of his last games with his last team. And he's like, that was when it hit me that I just was not, I was on the decline. I was no longer in my prime. And I felt like I could feel that for Jackman in his last season with the blues, dude, you might want to consider it might be the end of the road for you. Credit where credit's given. Dude battled, played through whatever adversity he was facing internally, went on and played for Nashville. Good for him. Got another NHL contract. Uh, I think he ended up getting bought out. Um, I think he signed a two-year deal with them. They bought him out after the first year, and that's when he was done. Came back with the Blues and he signed a one-day contract, whatever. But still, uh, a blue, a true blue, still in the St. Louis area. 13 years. 13 years here. Yeah. Long time. So, as much as I say I was not a fan of his here as, as a St. Louis Blue, he is a Blue. Um, and uh, I'm happy to call him a St. Louis Blue, and I'm glad he's still here. So um, other players considered. Uh, so, again, we mentioned a couple of these guys, but these were all guys that got at least one vote from our panel. Uh, Paul Cavallini, Jack Brownscheidel, Bob Gassoff, Barrett Jackman, Al Arbor, Noel Picard, Carl Gunnarsson, and Scott Stevens. Uh, Gassoff, Stevens, and Jackman made it to the final six. They were included in the Twitter polls. And then we also actually had, before we made it to the Twitter polls, we had to have a tiebreaker vote for the last spot between Stevens, Cavallini, and Gunnarsson. And uh, obviously Stevens won that. So it it got pretty close. Uh, there was there was a lot of, this was a pretty close vote. I mean, I, I know I've been telling you, Kurt, about the, there's a little craziness going on with the left wing vote right now. <laughs> um but lefty, this this got pretty tight uh, as as it came down to the wire. So I wanted, pulls it out. I wanted to uh, put Cavallini uh, in higher than I did, you know. But I just I because I, I loved Paul Cavallini as a Me player. Too. I was he was a uh, just a fun guy to watch play, and he had a fun last name to say. <laughs> yep. In fact, his brother played on the team with him, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, yeah, no, and, and Cavallini and, uh, uh, it was neat seeing Cavallini at, uh, uh, Centerized Brewery's grand opening, uh, along with some other former blues players. That was kind of cool. Uh, hey, Cavallini, you're still around. You're still alive. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'll admit, I was actually, uh, surprised to see how many votes Carl Gunnarsson got. Um, again, it came down to a tiebreaker vote. Yeah. Excuse me, between Stevens, Cavallini, and Gunnarsson. And for those wondering how the tiebreaker, just full clarity here, uh, transparency. Tiebreaker vote, when it comes down to a tie, I I bring it up to the Let's Go Blues radio crew. So all four of us, we get one more vote, say, okay, who belongs? And it's between those three, Gunnarsson came pretty damn close. It was Stevens that pulled it out at the end. I think me and you and uh, Bill voted for uh, Stevens and uh, 
Uh, Austin was the only one that voted for Gunnarsson, but he almost made it. And I'm like, you got to think again, not that he had a bad career here. There were a couple years there where I think he was played a little injured, but 2019 game one game winning goal. That moment, one of the greatest moments in blues history because of the quote that we heard afterward. Yes. The um, story makes yeah. a great story. Like you got to think that had to be part of it with some of these people oh. who are making these votes. Oh, it's the story. It's the goal. Um, if he doesn't uh, have that story and, and score that goal, um, even if the blues do go on to win that game in overtime and, and, uh, and, and, you know, somebody else gets the, you know, the first game winning goal in, in final history for the blues. Um, I don't think Gunnarsson makes this list at all. Uh, he needed that moment to, you know, cause it's so special to people, you know, and I get it. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it took, cause Gunnarsson was a serviceable guy. He was okay. Uh, I don't think he, his play warranted making any all time list, but yeah, like I said, he does have that moment, which is huge. So, and that, and recency bias too with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to figure, I mean, that, yeah, and obviously, if the 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 revamped version of of Jeremy Rutherford's book, the ninety nine things you should know and do before you die as a Blues fan, um, he threw that story in the Stanley Cup edition, just because it's like that is a story yeah. they'll still be telling if you're a Blues fan in fifty years. You're still going to hear that story. It's a great story. It's fantastic, yep. and, it, and it, uh, it it just shows how much that that resonates with people. Uh, by you know where they want him on the Blues all-time list. So beautiful quote here from Divide by Zero: Careers are made in moments. Yeah, I mean that's hundred percent. Yeah, I, you know, some players have more moments than others, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Well, uh, so that does it. So again, Chris Pronger, uh, Jay Bowmeister, and Barkley Plager are your left D. So next week we will reveal the right D. Um, I think you can make some some pretty good assumptions on who's on that team or on that side of the D, but uh, we will reveal those next week. Uh, tomorrow, we will have our first left-wing poll, uh, so that should be revealed sometime, probably midday. Um, again, it's going to be on Twitter, but if you're just on Facebook, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. We uh, will post a link to the Twitter poll, and if you comment on the Facebook post there, that will count towards the prize giveaway, which again, if you're tuning in just now, the giveaway next week, a signed Colton Pareko puck. So it is actually a real giveaway, folks. This isn't something stupid. Um, <laughs> and it's real. It will go out to somebody. I think there's uh, some Twitter people out there who like to say they have giveaways and then don't actually give them away. But we'll see. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, just an assumption. Uh, so, again, comment why you voted the way you did or why you didn't vote for someone. And you could have your comment featured on the show as we featured Ken's, a couple of Ken's tonight. Um, and there were a lot on the right D. So it's going to be hard uh, tearing down which one we want to – which which few posts we want to show. Uh, but remember, you could win a prize if you comment. So keep that coming. Uh, Kurt, any last – any closing thoughts on our left defense uh, for the all-time team? Uh, no, uh, I, uh, um, I, I have to accept the results that are <laughs> in front of me. Um, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's good. I like it. Um, we'll see, uh, you said right D is next. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, I know for a fact that Stephen Ground from Two Guys One Cup wants to come on for that one. Um, I Who? think Jason, uh, some some guy, some, some terrible guy? podcast that doesn't exist. Some couldn't even ankle, exist. an ankle biter is it? An ankle, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> some podcast that's I'm not. Just, let's go Blues Radio. I'm just here. fucking around. Yeah, he he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> uh, and then some other podcast that nobody cares about. St. Louis, uh, or no, I'm sorry, it's a Blues Hockey Podcast. Jason Martin said Never he may it. come on as well. So um, I don't know if we'll do it live. We'll see. Um, I enjoyed doing this live, actually. Yeah. So um, it would be fun to do it because then we get these comments from the fans here, which has been been awesome. Yeah. I love uh, uh, the interaction. It's good stuff. Me too. Me too. Uh, so we'll see. But if not, expect the same same time next week, 9.15 on Wednesday when we'll reveal the video if it is pre-recorded and then podcast the next day as usual. Uh, Lawrence Frazier, which by the way, has saw Lawrence. Uh, well, right now he says, great show guys as usual. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I saw Lawrence Frazier actually commented at like three o'clock earlier today. Did you see that? Uh, he, no. he commented so. in the YouTube live chat oh, no. and just listed like all the best left-handed defensemen for the Blues. <laughs> and I was like, that guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And uh, Divide by Zero says, uh, yep, another amazing show. I appreciate it, guys. You you yeah. guys are awesome. Why we do it. Appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, well, if you have nothing else to add, Kurt, we will close her up. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life. Excuse me, too much beer. Uh, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com. That is rockinthatidlife.com for more information. And uh, you can get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Mike Burgoyne from Real Brokerage Realty. Visit strikewithmike.com today for all your home buying and selling needs. That's strikewithmike.com. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's tasty hockey-themed beer. Uh, check out your local beer vendors for availability. That's Center Ice Brewery Beer. Please drink responsibly. That wraps up Episode 4 of Season 12 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chat starting the show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. For producer Austin, Kurt Price, and Bill Day, I'm Jeff Ponder. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Cardinals. Brewers suck. Yeah, they do. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. <laughs> you thought I was going to say, son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs>